0: Welcome to a podcast by Kaylee, the gateway to unlocking your unlimited potential. I'm creating an army of six and seven figure makeup artists and I want you to join me. In this podcast, I'm going to be crushing gatekeeping, opening the doors to the knowledge you need and deep diving into the topics that can push us to the next level. Be prepared for epic guests and answers to the questions you have always wanted to know. No more small business. No more just a makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $250 billion industry and you're in it. Let's get ready to open those gates. This is a podcast by Kaylee. Hello everybody and welcome back to another solo episode of a podcast by Kaylee. Today it is just you and me and we are talking about some mindset today. I want to talk about the mistakes that I see makeup artists make that commonly keep them stuck. A lot of these are quite mindset-y. So if you are feeling in the need for a little bit of mindset SOS and mindset work today, I got you, girl. This is going to be a mindset-heavy episode, but I honestly feel like at this point of January, a lot of us need it. So these are some of the mistakes that I commonly see my students make, the community make, even my friends make that keep them stuck. Now, what do I mean by stuck? I want to just kind of refine that for a second because I believe truly that I was stuck for years. I was doing the same thing. I was repeating the same patterns. I was earning the same amount of money. I had the same pain points. My career professionally was going nowhere. That's what I mean by stuck. And I see so many of us because me at the time, I didn't know it. I was just living. I was just going through the motions. And because of that, I was actually quite sad. I was was actually. Not in a great headspace because I feel like we as humans, we need progression. We need to be seeing progress in our professional lives and our personal lives and our wellness. We need to see that progression to keep going, to give us momentum, to actually make us happy. My own mentor actually told me that the roots of a lot of people's depression, and I don't know if this is true, we definitely need to fact check this, but this is just what he told me, actually came down to a lot of people just being stuck. And I definitely believe this. So if you currently are listening to this and you're feeling like, what an intro, by the way, I've just gone straight in. But if you're listening to this and you feel stuck or you might not even realize that you are stuck, but you might be because I was And sometimes last year, I felt like I was getting into the hamster wheel again. I'm inviting you today. We're getting off of her. We're getting off of the hamster wheel. We're getting unstuck from the quicksand or maybe even the slow sand that we're in. As a mentor, as a coach, as an educator, here are some of the things that I see that keep people stuck, that keep us on the hamster wheel. And hopefully some tips that will unstick you. Let's get ready for today's podcast episode. Okay, mistake number one that I see that keeps artists stuck, comparison. Oh my gosh, we're not revolutionary, are we? You probably knew that this was coming, but comparison. And gosh, I see it every single day. I see it in the Level Up Club. I see it in my mentorship students. I see artists constantly compare themselves to other artists. Why is she booking and not me? Why is she progressing and not me? Her work is better than mine, so I can't post this. I'm inviting you today to get a handle on this because comparison is a completely useless emotion. Now, don't get me wrong. I used to compare myself. I can say hand on heart right now. I very rarely compare myself. And the first step to me doing that was taking ownership and accountability of this useless emotion, because this serves no one. If you're comparing yourself, that is doing nothing for anything, for anyone, for yourself. No positivity can come out of the comparison monster. It's useless. Now, if we rewind, maybe let's go to like 2017. I was very much the artist that was comparing herself to everyone. I would see my friends killing it and I would be like, why am I not killing it? I would see them book big campaigns and I would be like, why am I not? What's wrong with my work? What's wrong with my business? I would see people post the most incredible work or work with the most incredible talent and I would automatically, my mindset would go towards, I'm not good enough. This was a me problem. That was not and is not the responsibility of other artists to make me feel good about myself. That's down to me and only me. Only I can make myself feel good. So the very first thing that I did to take ownership of this was to understand that just because she is killing it doesn't mean that I will not or that I cannot. It is not anybody else's responsibility on social media to kind of pander to my emotions. And it really took being really hard on myself to understand that. And this might seem really hard on you guys, but just because she's killing it doesn't mean that she shouldn't be killing it. Somebody shouldn't dull their shine to make us feel better about ourselves. It was kind of understanding that, but also taking responsibility and action. So I really looked at what was making me feel like this. What accounts were making me feel like this on social media? And I muted them or I unfollowed them. I used to follow a lot of influencer accounts. Um, You know, the ones where they'd always be on holiday and they'd have these amazing lifestyles. And I would always be like chasing that, or I would feel like, why can I not get that? So I muted them or I, I unfollowed them. I unfollowed and muted anything that did not make me feel amazing. I took steps towards curating a feed and an experience on social media that was empowering, not making me compare. And that was the very first thing, was taking accountability for my mindset an action towards helping me correct that mindset. So every time I would go on social media, instead of it being accounts that constantly, and this meant, by the way, that I followed barely any makeup accounts because every time I did, I would just think automatically something was wrong with me and it wasn't. That's not their intention. They're out there killing it. That should be celebrated. And this was kind of the third part of the puzzle is when I had created this experience that made me compare myself less, I was then able to do the mindset work because my experience on social media was very different. I was able to really look at the fact that, oh my gosh, okay, these girls, they were killing it. That means our industry is thriving. We never want to be in an industry that's not thriving guys we never want to be in an industry where there's no bookings available that's not what we want under saturated industries are not the ones to be in you want to be in an oversaturated industry where people are buying and booking right so it was kind of making these small mindset shifts and i think for me what really helped was interrupting my thought pattern so every single time that i found myself saying like but why am i not I would change that. I would literally restart the sentence in my head to, I can do that too. If she's killing it, I can kill it too good for her, celebrating other people's wins was so crucial for helping me understand that that's actually possible for me because others are doing it, right? If somebody else is walking the walk, that only means that it's possible for me to walk that walk too. So I feel like when I see artists in these horrible kind of pits of comparison, I just really want to shake them, but I understand it because I've done it. I've done it. And it takes a good few years of per purposeful work. It is not something that will ever go away on its own. You have to work on it. So if you're really resonating with what I'm saying and you feel like you compare yourselves a lot, well done. You have the self-awareness to see that that's actually becoming a little bit of a problem. It's the ones who aren't aware that are going to have the harder time. The next step is for you to take accountability and action because that is what's going to get you unstuck from the mud, sister, I promise you. So if you find yourself seeing the comparison monster a little bit too often, I encourage you to take some steps. First of all, look at what makes you compare yourself and start to take action to restrict that. It might mean muting some of your friends, but remember that's not permanent. Nobody knows when they've been muted. That's much, much, much easier than unfollowing, I promise. And then remember, when you have got a handle on this mindset, you can unmute them. I unmuted everything now so I can see the amazing work that they're doing. But you have to do those steps first because then that will enable you to have space to do the mindset work, to enable you to reintroduce those things. So hopefully that's for little bit helpful if you're struggling with this right now. Sticky mistake number two, thinking that your journey is linear. Now, what do I mean by this? I see this time and time again, artists thinking, okay, so I work at Mac for a few years and then, you know, I can go part-time at Mac and then I can do some test shoots. And then once I've done the test shoots, I'll start getting paid work and then I've made it, right? Like then I get celebrities and then I've made it. No. (laughs) Every journey is different and complicated. No two journeys are the same. And this is why if you've ever watched, you know, Kevin Aquan or me or anyone on this podcast tell their journey, you shouldn't think that your journey or compare your journey to think that yours will be the same. Times are so different now. And a lot of the advice that artists take, you know, say yes to everything, do all the test shoots and then you'll get booked, assist and then you'll get your big break. Times are different now. The advice that you might have heard 10 or 20 years ago from the big greats, might not be applicable anymore. Thinking that your journey is going to be X, Y, and Z. Do these 10 steps and then you will make it. That is a path that can get you stuck on the hamster wheel. You might be on that right now thinking, okay, I've just got to do this and then I'll make it, right? I'll get the big break. You can do 100 test shoots and book your first paid job, or you can do one test shoot and be fully booked for your entire career just by meeting the right person. You might be at a coffee shop. You might get your first destination wedding at that coffee shop just by having a conversation. Or you might have to graft for four years to get your destination wedding. It's coming to peace with that coming to peace with the fact that your journey is your own. Your growth is your own. Your journey as an educator might look very, very different to my journey. It might have been that I was in the right space at the right time. And right now, it might be a little bit more hard. I want you guys to celebrate your journey. And it might not be very good right now. You might be in the depths of being unbooked. You might need to be getting another side hustle. You might be taking 10 steps back. You might have made a change that really negatively impacted your business by Still want you to celebrate that because you're still here. You're still doing things. You're still listening to this podcast. Your journey, your path to success is going to look really different to Lisa Eldridge's or Makeup by Mario's or Francois Nars. Success isn't doing X and X. Success is consistently doing it consistently doing it. Once you understand that and when you come to peace with that fact, I promise you everything becomes easier. You compare yourself less. You and your best friend, you might be doing the same thing, but you might have different ideal clients. Therefore, you're not competitors and your journeys are going to look so different. So just focus on yours, focus on your map, focus on your lane and everything will become easier. That might help you get a little bit less stuck just by hearing that. Oof! Number three mistake. This is a mistake that I made for many years. This is this is a letter to myself, to be honest. This next one, but it's caring what people think. Oh my gosh, this held me back for years. I cared what my mum's friends thought. I cared what people at my old job at Tesco thought. I cared what the girl that bullied me in year five thought. I cared so much about what the girls at Mac that I used to work with thought of me that I couldn't possibly become an educator because oh my god what would they think what will they say who cares is what I am telling anybody who is currently worried about what people think I cannot tell you and I know it's easier said than done but this mindset oh my god this is the biggest killer of dreams Fear of what people think. And on the other side, oh my God, on the other side of that fear could be everything you've ever wanted because it was for me. Oh my God, it was for me. That singular thing there, caring what the girlies at Mac, who by the way, I was friends with, these are not enemies, these are friends, caring what they thought or even caring about what irrelevant people who aren't even my friends thought, stopped me from doing this for years. I would have been doing this back in 2017, but I just was scared of what people thought. Everything I ever wanted was on the other side of that fear. Oh, and it sucks. And it's so hard because nobody, nothing, not, not what even what I'm saying right now will will get you out of that hole. Because generally this is, for me, it was such an internal thing. I think turning 30 really helped with this. I think when you turn 30, you just Something triggers in you and you just stop caring a little bit about what people think. There's not really anything that anyone, including myself, can do if you struggle with this. Only you can get past this hurdle. But if what I'm saying can help unstick you a little bit, here's the thing. People will talk. I know people talk about what I do. Doesn't really matter, does it? What they say. I don't care about what people who don't care about me say. It's got to ping off you like you're wearing a suit of armor. Genuinely, whatever they say... It hasn't really negatively affected my business or how much I earn because the words that I'm saying and the mission that I have isn't for them. What I create isn't for them. And the wins, the people that I help, the incredible people in my mentorship whose income I've helped double, the makeup artist who was in business less than one year and I helped her get a fully booked business, the women whose incomes and dreams and mindsets that I've played a part in expanding is for them. It's not for the haters. And chances are people don't care as much as you think they do. it's like when you go to the gym, right? I would always go into the gym and be really, really worried about people watching me work out. And my boyfriend actually turned to me and said, babe, they're not watching you. They don't care about you. They're more worried about people looking at them. And that really helped change my perspective because I looked around at the gym and nobody was looking at me. Oh my God, I'm not that important. So I feel like it's coming down a few pegs. Of course, you're the main character. Of course you are. I'm the main character. You're the main character of your life. But in those moments, you're not. Sometimes we have to come down a few pegs and understand that everybody's the main character of their own life, not you. That person in the gym, they're the main character of their life, not me. So why would they be worrying about my workout? Chances are, because you're the main character of your life, you're worrying so much more but that person at MAC, they're the main character of theirs. They might have an opinion, but chances are then they're not going to act on that because we're just not that important to them. So I think it's a little bit of humbling yourself, but also a little bit of understanding that if they do say something, it honestly says more about them. If anybody has anything negative to say about me and what I'm doing, whether they think it's silly or lame or nerdy or whatever they say, It says more about them, right? Because what I'm doing isn't for them. They're never going to buy from me anyway. So why would I care? So I hope if you're struggling with that, because I know so many of us are, just know that it does get better. It takes a little bit of mindset. In fact, it takes a lot of mindset work, but you can push through because the chances are everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of that fear. I promise you. This podcast is brought to you by The Level Up Club, my monthly membership for makeup artists. Imagine a place created with done-for-you monthly resources and coaching, literally everything you need to create and scale a profitable, thriving makeup business. Well, it exists, and it's called The Level Up Club. I am so proud of this membership. I literally poured my heart and soul into it. Inside, you will find monthly Canva templates, monthly stock images social media calendars email templates workflows pro program lists agency lists monthly coaching and conversations with the people who can help smash gatekeeping I'm talking agency owners PR's top makeup artists and experts they're all inside and not only that but monthly in-person events We have already held portfolio days, headshot days, branding days, and so much more is coming. The club is taking the mystery out of making money. Your makeup business doesn't have to be make-believe, and I'm showing you how. And guess what? It's only £30 a month. In London, that's literally two hot chocolates. I'm not even kidding. So come and join us, the only membership I promise you'll ever need. Now, back to the pod. Okay, number four, little mistake that I see makeup artists make that keep them stuck. Technology, or more importantly, being afraid of it. This is something I see every single season in my mentorship. And I hear this a lot, not just with technology, but I hear a lot. Oh, Kaylee, I'm just not good with technology. Oh, Kaylee, I'm just not good at captions. I'm terrible with my computer. So I can't possibly do that. I'm not going to get a booking system because I'm not very good at tech. (sighs) Trust me, if you say to yourself that you're not good at something, what are you going to be? You're not going to be very good at it. I used to say that I wasn't very good at Instagram, so I didn't even bother with Instagram. Turns out, if I put in a little bit of effort and I actually just learn it, I'm actually very good at Instagram. Being afraid of technology and how it can help your business, you will only go so far in business. You are literally stopping yourself and your business and not giving it a chance by saying these limiting belief mindsets. If you say you're not good at technology, your subconscious is hearing that. You're literally manifesting that. You're never going to try if you say to yourself, I'm not good at tech. Technology is a really big part of the future. By saying that you're not allowing yourself even the possibility of learning new systems and new practices. We are so much smarter than we give ourselves credit for, but our silly little mindsets sometimes tell us that we're not good at these things. Actually, you can be amazing at tech if you just give yourself the time, space and grace to learn it. Anybody can learn anything if they just give themselves the time. If you just sat down and gave yourself a week, I bet you could build yourself a really amazing website. Nobody is good at anything right off the bat. I mean, some people. I'm, so, I'm sure that like Michael Jordan was really good naturally at basketball, but he became the greatest. And if you watch his documentary or watch any interviews, he became the greatest by learning it, by practicing it, by doing 500 shots a day. You learn to tie your shoelaces by consistently doing it, right? And it's the same with anything. This podcast, I wasn't good at it the first time I did it. My first edit took me days. We have to learn these things and you can learn these things. You just have to change your mindset to allow yourself to learn these things. See technology as a fun puzzle to solve rather than this boring, annoying, frustrating thing. Literally what we say, what we speak is our existence. Literally, you can speak anything really into existence. If you tell yourself, instead of saying, I hate exercise, if you literally tell yourself, okay, I'm a runner, guess what your outcome is going to be? Don't let fear of technology or an unwillingness to learn it stop you and stick you in the same place for years. Because it is a reality that people want to book things on their phones. People don't want to email anymore. I, honest to God, do not have the time to email my nail tech for a price list. I do not have the time to email my masseuse to book her. I need to be able to book these people at the push of a button because I don't have time to be doing their business for them. That's just the way psychology is going. So if you don't have online bookings, if you don't have a website, you are not giving your business the opportunity to earn money for you. So I want you to push past these fears. Step into your CEO mindset. A badass CEO would learn these things or would outsource it. If we don't have that capability yet, yes, we need to be the one woman show and learn it and be the expert of it ourselves. So I really, really want everybody in this community, please listen to stop these limiting belief mindsets. Stop telling yourself you're bad at X, Y, and Z because you will be. Instead, replace them with more empowering mindsets i'm not great at technology but i'm gonna learn it i'm not great at technology yet you're so much more powerful and smart than you give yourselves credit for i promise okay mistake number five that i see a lot not dreaming a little bigger darling now dm me if you know what quote that's from it's from a film that i absolutely love and i always remembered this quote It makes me really sad that makeup artists in this community think that their earnings have like a glass ceiling. It makes me so frustrated when I hear people in my community in the Level Up Club say, but people won't pay any more than that. Because let me tell you, Hermes, the the handbag brand, have had their most profitable year this year in a recession, in a global recession. These handbags cost £9,000 from the store minimum. There are People out there who fly their makeup artists to X, Y, and Z locations when they live in Scotland or Canada and they fly them to the Maldives. People pay for Dyson Hoovers over an Amazon one. People pay for Gucci bags over River Island. People shop in Whole Foods over Walmart. People choose to spend their money on luxury things, which means there is a luxury market, which means there is un- Hold potential for makeup artists. If you take anything away from this podcast episode, please let it be. Do not let yourselves get stuck in the mindset that you can only charge £30 per person because that will never give you a full time income that you can support yourself and your family and your dreams and your wishes and your materialistic desires. There is no glass ceiling on what we earn. And I want you to hear that and hear that again. Dream bigger. Dream so much bigger. The number that I want to earn this year, baby Kaylee wouldn't have even been able to comprehend that number, but I'm allowing myself to dream bigger. Don't let the pessimistic side of your brain determine what you are capable of. You tell your brain what you're capable of. Because if Mario said that, he would never have met Kim. Don't set yourself a glass ceiling. Smash that goddamn glass ceiling. Because I have, and the second I did, the second I got that hammer and smashed it, crazy things happened. This year, I mean, I hope my mum isn't listening, but for her birthday, I'm taking her to New York. My boyfriend, he was sadly made redundant twice in one year and I was able to to support us and take us on holiday still. These things have all happened because I've allowed myself to dream bigger than I could ever imagine. I want you to dream bigger right now. Double what you want to earn. Probably the biggest thing. I see makeup artists get stuck. They're so stuck on what they could earn. They're so stuck on the fact that they don't believe people will pay for their art. Girl, they will. And it's happening. If you ever need anything to push you towards your dreams find proof. Find the people who are doing it because I am a person that needs to see proof. I'm a data girly. You guys know this. So I follow the people who are doing it on social media. I follow their journeys. I click follow and I allow myself to see the proof because if I can see people doing it, it shows me that I can do it too. So if you're somebody who kind of like me needs to see the proof in the pudding, find them because they're out there. Dream a little bit bigger, darling. Now, mistake number six is maybe the biggest one. I mean, I know I've said that for all of them, but this is a mistake that I I don't see very often but when I do, it's a big one and it's a lack of self-awareness. Now I like to think that we all have self-awareness, but I'm sure we have all experienced that person who pushes in front of us in Starbucks or, or maybe we've been around that person at a party who just talks about themselves endlessly. And then you get in the car with your husband or your partner and you say, oh my God, that person just talked about themselves. Are they not aware of that? Well, the same thing can happen when it comes to our careers as well. We can have a lack of self-awareness And what I mean by that is you might be an artist sitting there right now, not even aware of the fact that you're stuck, that your income hasn't moved or the fact that you might not even be happy with what you're doing right now. You might not even be aware that you're unhappy, that you need a change up. You might not be aware that you need mentorship or you might need a certain course that can push you to the next level. This is extremely common and I don't want you to hold any shame around this because we all do it. We all get stuck on the hamster wheel. I want everybody right now who is listening to really check in with themselves and ask, are you being self-aware? Are you aware of where you stand? And could it be that you're standing in some sticky mud that's keeping you stuck? Self-awareness can also expand to perhaps the way that you run your business. I, I see it. I see a lot of bad businesses, guys. Trust me. I see artists, especially when I was a working makeup artist, I would see a hairstylist come in a room and completely change the vibe of that wedding morning by being too loud or too abrupt or not even giving a good service. Now, I don't think there's anybody in this community that is like that, but I do want to invite everybody to really look at the service that they are giving and ask, could it be better? Could I be better? How can I be better? Ask yourself those questions. I know when I look at the podcast or any aspect of my business, I am constantly asking myself, how can it be better? How can I be better? What do I need to be better? One big change that I made in 2023 was hiring the amazing Lauren to come on board as a full-time member of staff. Because for me to be better, to serve better, to be more present, to just be a better educator, I needed somebody. I needed help. I needed an extra pair of hands. I needed another amazing brain to come on board. And that took self-awareness. That took me looking at myself and really examining, I'm not a perfect human being. How can I be better. Not perfect. I don't want us to strive for perfection because that's a super unrealistic goalpost. But how can we just give better? If you can be anything this year, try to be more self-aware really examine your service, your kit, your artistry and yourself, your learnings, your self-development and ask yourself, can it be improved? And then give yourself the opportunity to improve it. Because this single thing here was just really what skyrocketed. I mean, I say single thing, there were a lot of things that skyrocketed my business but it was my willingness to improve myself and look at myself as an imperfect human that allowed me to be here right now on a podcast. Because trust me, 23 year old Kaylee would never have had this confidence to sit here. She would have been too scared. How did I get over that? It was by working on myself, by having the self-awareness to say, oh my gosh, I want more for myself. How can I do that? So I think I'm going to end it here because I think that's a really good place to end it. But I hope that this was useful. I hope that this maybe helped with some blocks or things that have been keeping you stuck. I don't want us to go into 2024 and think that we have all these things to work on. That's definitely not the point of that last point. But I do want us to be the best bloody versions of ourselves because we can be. So I invite you to, after this episode, because I know so many of us listen on the go, re-listen to it, re-listen to every single point that I've made with a notebook and a quiet space and examine if you can work on any of those points. Because I promise, I will bet you one million pounds. Okay, we're not going to do that, but I will bet you a lot (laughs) that if you work on each point that I have just spoken about, you will be an unstoppable freaking human with an unstoppable business and an even more unstoppable mindset. I guarantee it. You just got to work on each of those, okay? I'm going to leave it here, but I've really enjoyed this one. I feel like I was really in my flow zone <laughs> for this one. But thank you so much for listening, guys. I always love hearing from you. So please do DM me if you resonated with anything that I've just spoken about. I absolutely love hearing from you guys. So never, ever stop tagging me, please. It really makes it all worth it. This is a completely self funded podcast. I really don't make much money from it at all. So, you know, if you give me your feedback, it always means the world and it keeps me going. I hope that you having an amazing day wherever you are and I will talk to you very very soon bye guys you have been listening to a podcast by Kaylee thank you so much for tuning in today and being on this mission with me to self-improvement and taking steps towards financial empowerment If you liked what you heard today, be sure to follow me on the gram at by Kaylee podcast, where I post pretty much daily. I would also love to hear your thoughts, feedback and energy. So please do leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you are listening today. In the meantime, I want you to go forward, believe in yourselves and be the change you want to see. Bye, guys.